0: To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land.
1: Welcome to Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, episode 122. Two.
2: For May 8th, 2016...
1: Happy Mother's Day.
2: Happy Mother's Day, everyone.
1: Well, I'm saying Happy Mother's Day to you.
2: Oh, well, thank you.
1: And to, and to your mom. Mm-hmm. And, to, and to all the baby mamas out there. <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Hopefully you made your kids or your husbands or your, your significant others uh, wait on you hand and foot today.
2: And we also have to wish a Happy Mother's Day to all the single fathers out there who are mothers to their children.
1: Yeah, so Happy, uh, happy Mother Father's Day. Yes. And then next month, they'll be celebrating Happy Father Mother's Day. hmm Wow. It gets confusing. I know. I'm confused. Are you confused?
2: Nope. You're not? No, I'm not confused. Okay.
1: So, uh, Katie got you some stuff, didn't she?
2: She did. What did she get you? And so did you. Yeah. So, I got a... I was spoiled. Not that I'm not always spoiled, but I got a... Um, a Mickey it's love and it the O has Mickey ears on it um, Pandora charm oh, yeah. I got roses mm-hmm. I got a cookbook mm-hmm. and Katie got me a picture frame
1: that says best best dog ever, ever. <laughs> yes she and
2: is. I bought myself a clock. <laughs>
1: You bought yourself a clock for Mother's Day?
2: I did. I bought myself a clock for Mother's that
1: Day. That was for Mother's Day?
2: Well, I bought it the day before Mother's Day, oh. so <laughs> so I just it's not really my Mother's Day present. No. I no. just bought it.
1: So. No. We have another thing to celebrate, too. Happy anniversary.
2: Yes, our 6 years doing the podcast. That's right.
1: 6 year podcast anniversary. And nobody even said anything. I'm so sad. I'm not. I'm not either. <laughs> I didn't expect anybody to. Because this is that kind of a show. It's just always been there. Yep. Right? And that's right. Yeah. So. But anyway, yeah, we've been doing this for six years. Can you believe six years?
2: Um, yeah, sometimes it seems like we've been doing it for six years.
1: Yeah, sometimes it seems longer. I know. <laughs> but,
2: and but not the, in a negative not way. Not in
1: a negative way, no, because Disney has become us. It's become our identities. Mm-hmm. I'm Walt Disney, I wish. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, we have a special show for you. Uh, it's going to be an all interview show, pretty much, with our special good friend Ragtime Robert.
2: Yes, he's one of well, okay, yeah. he is my favorite cast member. I love a lot of the cast members, mm-hmm. but
1: yeah, Robert. Robert Robert brings will a, always
2: have a special place in my heart. Yeah,
1: and he brings this a, a, a very special joy and magic to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I and I think I said it in the interview. Um, I recounted uh, the first meeting that we had with him, the first time I heard him.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so I'll let you guys listen to that. And I don't want to, you know, <laughs> give you double the information. But uh, yeah, I mean, ever since ever since two thousand seven, uh, we've been big fans of Ragtime Robert. So. I know,
2: and you know, not only is he a cast member, but I also consider him a dear friend. Oh yeah, um, and he's just a great guy. If you guys haven't experienced him at Coke Corner, you need to. Yep,
1: get over there and uh and, and, and take a listen. Um and then and then really listen to the interview, uh to the chat that we had with him. Uh, he 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 uh he gives away some pretty good stuff. Yep. Well we got a lot going on in our lives lately. Um so as many of you know, you know, um I, I'm a voice actor and I, I I've been kind of evolving my my recording space. I started from this little uh, tray table with a USB microphone on it Oh see Kate's Kate's chiming in every episode every That's episode right. I think can you hear her Kate's like where's Waldo <laughs> but anyway uh, you know my space has been evolving over the over you know the the three or year, four years three and a half years. That I've been doing this to where what I have now is kind of a makeshift booth. Where in we talked about this before, Joyce and I built this um, wood frame and then put um, some sheetrock around three sides of it. And it's not—it's—it's it's good, but it's not great.
2: And it gets very warm in there. And it
1: gets—oh my gosh! It gets very very warm in here, and airflow was very poor in here. So we decided. That uh, we're gonna take the plunge. At first, we were gonna, you know, just buy a prefabbed booth because uh, there's a lot of companies out there that sell booths that are pre-made and that you just assemble. You know, they're they're, they're like modular type things, but those things are really expensive. So I and I heard about this company that, um, wow, she's really going at it, isn't she?
2: Yeah, she's trying to get comfortable.
1: Yeah, every time I clean in in the studio, this is what she does. She'll go in there and she'll just destroy everything <laughs> she doesn't any,
2: destroy it she's making it hers again
1: yeah but it's not hers yeah it is everything everything's hers, hers. Yeah. anyway um I, I found a company that sells the sells blueprints you know step-by-step blueprints with a dvd on how to build these things and uh, i purchased it and the original plan was going to be to hire a carpenter to build this but we can't find anybody who's willing to do this or who claims that they have no time Yep. It's crazy. I know. So, Joyce and I decided, at the risk of several of my digits and appendages, we're going to build this thing ourselves.
2: That's right. And then you'll take more pride in yeah. it.
1: Yeah, I'll get to It'll do... It'll need you know,
2: more. We'll save a lot of money. Yeah,
1: I could put the wet bar in it that most people wanted to charge extra for with a little beer tap. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But yeah, um that that so um i'm I'm thinking I'm probably going to you know take pictures throughout the whole process and I'll post them on my uh, storyteller uh, or I mean, um uh, yeah, probably storyteller uh Facebook page, so if you want to you know hop over there, you can see pictures of it, but, um so, so what else is going on, Joyce?
2: uh, just busy with school
1: and weird weather,
2: very weird weather. Oh, it's my... been so nice though, well... well the last couple
1: of days, it's been nice,
2: yeah, so we've had. Sixty, seventy degrees in rain, and then the next day we have high pollution and one hundred yeah. degrees, and then a couple yeah. days later we're back in the seventies. Yeah,
1: for instance, Wednesday, one hundred two degrees. Mm-hmm. Friday, seventy, and it poured, and it poured. Yes, that was weird,
2: and it's been beautiful all weekend. Yeah, it's
1: been pretty nice all weekend, nice and cool, and it's this, you know, clouds, not not like. Uh, super cloudy, but the wispy clouds that make it look like fall almost. And it's just this kind of weather that really makes me miss Disneyland.
2: I know. And I don't want... I wish... I ugh, I can't talk. I wish that it would be like this mm-hmm. all summer, that we wouldn't have our 100 degrees. I know. But I know that that's not going to...
1: No. Not until we move to the beach. That's right. That's right.
2: And our little non-scorpion friends... <laughs> no non-friend scorpions
1: does that sound better our enemies the scorpions
2: yes they're back
1: and and i'm not talking about the rock you like a hurricane scorpions (laughs) we're talking about the nasty little i'm gonna sting you on your toe and really hurt you scorpions
2: so anyone that's friends with me (laughs) on facebook um we did a scorpion selfie yesterday
1: yeah and it's funny
2: because i used to be terrified of scorpions mm. like if I saw one I would run the other direction and now it's like oh there's another scorpion Yep,
1: there's a scorpion let's take a picture of it
2: yeah and Before it doesn't kill it. yeah and it doesn't make my stomach hurt when I look at him anymore kill
1: it with fire kill you don't it with kill fire. him with fire <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't kill him with no, fire I don't
1: I know I kill him with kindness that's right hey let me take your bags <laughs> would you like a hot drink Anyway. Um, enough with the scorpions. Enough with the scorpions, yeah. Hey, we wanted to say a, a big birthday shout out to our good buddy, Nick Atona.
2: Happy birthday, Happy Nick. Happy
1: birthday, Nick. He's turning the big five zero. Not like Hawaii five zero either.
2: <laughs> He's
1: 50. Welcome to the club, buddy. Guess That's what right. this means. What's that? AARP. <laughs> yeah, being 50
2: plus is not bad.
1: No, it beats the alternative. That's right. Being young and stupid.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh. What? Okay. This just made me think of something. Being 50, being young, not stupid, being young. So yesterday, we were at the Park Walking Kate.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: And the park in our community is a very popular Popular, place. Especially for photographers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all year round for photographers, but on prom night, it's just like wall to wall Mm -hmm. kids.
1: There was probably quite literally 400
2: kids in our park yesterday. Um, so much that they had to bring the sheriff in for traffic control. Um, but things have changed since (laughs) Since we we were in high school. Um the prom dresses that the kids wear they're little
1: little that that's a good way to put it yes. they're little there's not much left to the imagination
2: and it's like am i just old i know it's a different generation but it's like am i just old or no or what? no they
1: they're they're pretty they're, they're pretty see-through and pretty thin, and there's not much left to them. But, yeah, um, I mean. But, you know, it's the fashion, though.
2: Yeah, and they were, you know, these girls were beautiful, all their makeup, they looked more like they were going to a wedding than a prom. Yep. And so I guess that, you know, proms have evolved, and they're now, like, this.
1: Multi-million dollar business.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But anyways.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Enough of that yes, depressing. Thing. I'm
2: just going on a rant today, yeah, I guess. Will.
1: Yeah, well, um, the last episode, we had kind of a secret giveaway. Uh, it was at that very end, and we asked people to, uh, you know, if they were still listening, to send us an email with, um, with their uh, favorite Disney story. And as a prize, we were, were giving away the Lego, Lego Star Wars droid tale season one on DVD, and we, we got a few we got a few uh, entries some great stories so we put them all in the randomizer and we picked out the name Doug Anson. congratulations Doug
2: congratulations
1: yeah. now Doug sent us a a really great story too um, from a, a visit to Disneyland in in, in 2013 uh, he says hey guys i'm still listening one story i can remember from our last trip there in 2013 was during the Christmas parade. We were celebrating my wife's birthday, and she was wearing her birthday button. During the parade, there was a group of cast members on roller skis zipping by. I know those roller skis are so cute. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them uh, singled out my wife among the hundreds of people watching the parade and skied right up to her and wished her a happy birthday. That was magical. That's a great story, Doug. That's that's the kind of stuff that we like to hear about. And Joyce, you want to read what uh, Marta Lord said?
2: Yes. So she said, you know, she also sent in an amazing story. Hi, Alan Joyce. My favorite Disneyland moment was when my husband and I took my 72-year-old dad to Disneyland for his first, time, for his first visit last September. I think he thought I was a little crazy in my Disneyland obsession, even though he started my <laughs> Disney obsession by sharing his love for Disney movies and music during my childhood, until he experienced the Disneyland magic himself. I had received a special monetary award from my work, so we were able to take him on the walk and waltz footstep tour. Our favorite moment was being able to tour Disneyland Dream Suite on the tour. What a special trip that was, and I hope that we will be able to share the magic a few more times with my dad in his lifetime. I love your podcast. I, too, share the sadness of living farther away from Disney. I'm in Utah and not able to go as often but your podcast helps me to fill the magic a bit during the in-between times. Thanks for all you do. I hope to get back. I hope you get to go back again soon.
1: Thanks, Marta. Yeah, I love that story. That's a great story. Yes. Wow. You guys are so cool. Well, our our good friend Randy Crane entered as well, and he said that he wrote a book, He wrote an entire book with his favorite Disneyland story, so he couldn't just pick one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We also got an entry from Tad Hansen, and he's been listening to the podcast for about four years, and his favorite thing is when Al does his voices. (laughs) So, Tad, you'll have to let us know if you have a favorite voice that Al does. Yeah,
1: Which voice do I do that you like the most? Is it my voice? (laughs) Yours is what?
2: Mickey Mouse. Mickey? Yeah. goofy.
1: Goofy?
2: I don't know. Pluto, drink your water.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's from a blooper from several years ago.
2: Oh my gosh. If you guys listened to the podcast then, I could not stop laughing.
1: Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. We were doing a, uh, Joyce was doing a food review and Mm -hmm. it involved a bottle of water and she called it a bowl of water. So I just kind of, you know, oh, Pluto, drink your water. And she just couldn't stop laughing. We had like a 15-minute blooper reel on that one.
2: That was funny. I know. Yeah. Um, so, it's been a lot of fun doing the
1: podcast. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, six years, there's been there's been a lot of great things. And, you know, don't get us wrong. We love doing the podcast. You know, And, and over the six years, um, you know, we, we started off going to, you know, we, we were able to go to Disneyland at least four or five times a year. Mm-hmm. And then you know, lately we haven't been able to, to you know, go since uh, you know 2012. But um, doing the podcast and listening to your stories and reading your stories helps us relive that magic. So yeah, it's pretty good. So do you have anything else you want to share with anybody? Nope. So what are we gonna? We we kind of have a special announcement that we want to get into. Um, and. Okay, this is something that we want to share. Uh, Joyce and I want to share something very important with you guys, and and it does involve the show. Now, as most of you know, since uh, I started Storyteller Audio Productions, life has been pretty crazy for us. Not always in a good way, but not always in a bad way. But because of our new life, I'm pretty much working seven days a week now with various projects or, you know, uh, processing... um, Uh, audition scripts to record or i've actually gone out on a few on-camera auditions but because of that i'm i'm busy working a lot
2: yep and as you know i've started school again Mm -hmm. um been more busy than usual with homework just trying to juggle homework life work (laughs) um and this degree program is more demanding than any that i've been in and you know like al said I've been in my home office more often than not. In fact, if I'm not at work, I'm usually working on my homework or sleeping. <laughs> um, so that leaves us very little time for anything else.
1: Which brings us to our announcement. Now, Joyce and I have talked about this for a long, long time, and we came to the decision... That doing this show is just too important for us to rush it. We we don't want to produce a real quick last-minute episode and kind of you know haphazardly put it together so that it's subpar. That's not our way. We're also not about you know sharing rumors or something like that. We the stuff that we share with you is usually hardcore and it's and it's real. So what we've decided to do is kind of scale back a bit. Pretty much since we started back in in, in 2010. We've released a new episode every other week. We just can't do that anymore. At least, not in the foreseeable future.
2: Yeah, so our schedule coupled with the fact that it's been a while since, you know, we've been to Disneyland, <laughs> and this is since we're going to be able to get there again, to bring you new reviews and reports. So, it led us to the decision to just release a new episode monthly. Of course, you know, if we really want or need to share something with you, we will do special episodes.
1: That's right. But, you know, like we said, like Joyce said, we will we will release a new episode at least once a month. It's not what you're used to, but it's, you know, better than nothing, right? And we'll still interact with you on social media. Um, you know, we'll answer emails and stuff so you won't miss out on too much. And, you know, we, we do take, Joyce actually takes the time uh, once in a while to scan some of the uh, Disneyland news feeds and she'll share a bunch of stuff on on the Tales Facebook page. Uh, So, you know, we'll still have that. And, you know, we sure hope that you understand and that you want to stick with us until we get to the point where we have more time and more material to bring to you. And we, we thank you all for listening this long.
2: Yes, we do. We appreciate each one of you and all the magic that you bring to our Disney lives.
1: Well, what a treat we have for you now. We had a chance to sit down with our great Disney friend and the best piano player you'll ever hear, Ragtime Robert from Disneyland, to catch up and just chat about some special things.
2: Yep, Robert, as many of you know, plays the ragtime piano over at Coke Corner in Disneyland. Well, Robert just celebrated a birthday and is celebrating a very special event by hosting an incredible must-see concert. Enjoy! <laughs>
1: Boy howdy are we very happy to have in the studio with us get it in the studio <laughs> our good friend and the best piano player in the galaxy Mr. Ragtime Robert how you doing uh, yeah all joyce how are you <laughs> hi everybody welcome hi. back to the show Thank you. I'm very happy to be back. Yeah. As always, we love having you here. You're, it, you, we're not just blowing smoke up your kilt either. I mean, we really do think that you are the best piano player out there. Oh, thank you. That is so sweet. Yeah. I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome. Well, since the last time we chatted with you, uh, you've had quite a bit going on. In fact, you just celebrated a big birthday. Oh, yeah, the uh, yeah, yep, 65. Big 65? Big I thought it was 25. No, 65.
2: No. Yes, and I feel like because you always record something and send me happy birthdays, <laughs> that I should do it, but I think everyone would tune out if I sang, so I'm just going to say happy birthday. Yes,
1: happy birthday. Uh, thank, you.
0: thank you. The Dapper Dan sang to me.
1: Oh, did they, really? Oh, oh. We wish we could have been there to uh, celebrate with you. Yes. Thank you. I would have loved to have had you here with me. Yeah. So did you work on your birthday? No. Well, yes, I did this year. Yes,
0: I did. Um, We celebrated it with my family, my kids Mm -hmm. and my grandkids and David on Saturday. I worked on Sunday and usually whoever's having a birthday around the corner there, we do it on the Sunday in between whatever day it actually would have been. Yeah. Um, And then I realized I actually, because I had switched earlier in the year from Sunday and Monday to Sunday and Tuesday, it's only the second time, I think, in my 10 years at
1: Disneyland that it's, I've actually worked my real birthday. So did you wear, did you wear one of those buttons that said it's my birthday? I did. (laughs) Did did. you really? I even bravely put my age on there. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Very cool. Man, I wish. Are there pictures? Because I'd love to see pictures of this. I'm sure there are. Ah. Okay, people. If you were there on uh, Ragtime Robert's birthday and you took a picture, send them to us, Tales at Cox dot net. We'd love what? to see them. I think there are some posted on my Facebook page. So
2: cool. we're gonna have to look.
1: Yeah, but the Dapper Dan
0: saying happy birthday to me—that was very sweet.
1: That's amazing.
0: And I got cards and little things from actually all over the world. Very oh. cool. There were guests. There, there, there were a couple of guests visiting. Um, you probably see, uh, Inga posting on my, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook from time to time. And she and her mother had planned their trip to be at Disneyland this year. Uh, during my birthday week, (laughs) I had thought at first, I said, she goes, when should we come next year? And I said, come in my birthday. It's not going to be busy. Well, (laughs) normally it wouldn't have been, but Sunday they decided, uh, whoever makes these decisions in the out, out world there decided to have dapper day. And Bats Day the same Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was crazy in the park.
2: So, I, we're not the only ones that love you. People come from all over the world yeah. because they love you so much, too.
1: Well, thank you. Well, there's a reason. I mean, honestly, there's a reason why everybody loves you. Because you you just, I don't know, you epitomize the Disney magic and the Disney spirit. Well, thanks. I will never, ever forget the first time we saw you. I mean... Uh, was it my first time there, Joyce? I think so. Yeah, back in uh, 2007, I think right, it was. Yeah. Right, after I started. Yeah, and and we're walking down Main Street, and now remember, I'd never been there before, but we're walking down Main Street, and I hear this ragtime piano music, and I remember thinking I you know, how much I love that music because, you know, my father loved it, uh, my uncle loved it, and we used to go to this uh, ice cream parlor back east that you know, they had a ragtime piano there Mm -hmm. and, um, it just, you, you caught my attention and we sat down and we were just going to sit there for a couple of minutes, but we wound up staying there for your entire set. (laughs) I mean, it was just, it was so cool. But anyway, speaking of your 10 years at Disneyland, you're celebrating a big anniversary with them soon, aren't you?
0: Yes, on May 13th. And unfortunately, I'm not actually working that day. So again, (laughs) the celebration will be on the 15th. But on May 13th, I will hit 10 years at Coke Corner.
1: Wow. Wow. 10 years. Yeah, Yeah, went by quick. Yeah, it does. (laughs) So can you tell us? Go ahead, Joyce.
2: So you mentioned 10 years at Coke Corner. So have you always been at Coke Corner? Well,
0: in the 10 years that I've been there, I have... Okay, I had my little Disney bucket list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it wasn't, it wasn't before I pass on to the next world. It was, as long as I'm able to work there, some things that I had in my mind I really wanted to do. One of them was the big grand piano at the Carnation dance floor, which unfortunately isn't going to happen because that's gone and it's now the Princess Fair area. But I wanted to play on the Mark Twain Mm. we got Mm -hmm. to do that for three months or almost three months i wanted to have the stage of the golden horseshoe all to myself to do little shows up there like everybody else does and i got to do that (laughs) uh i've played with hook and ladder
1: oh yeah
0: the dixie band uh you know the the replacement for the firehouse five plus one i think they used to be called in the old days so um now they're, now they're hook and ladder. And I have been able to play with the Golden Horseshoes um, laughing stock. How
2: that's cool all is amazing. that? So I know that you've mentioned a lot of different areas that you've got to play, with, play in and different things you, you know. So what is your favorite, if you can narrow it down to something that is your favorite? Well,
0: my very favorite is the corner. I mean, that's mm-hmm. where I started. That's where I wanted to be. That's where... I meet you and, and all these wonderful people where, where the kids of all ages come and play their, their piano, you know, come play for me, uh, where magic happens. Our, when we've talked about it in a couple of other interviews, mm-hmm. that, that corner is just the most magical little place um, in, the, in the park.
2: Yes.
0: My second favorite is the boat, Mark Twain. Oh. I love the Mark Twain. <laughs> so do I. We had so much fun playing on that, and 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 the the uh, skippers and the uh, tenders uh, just loved having us over there. So, yeah,
2: and uh, that was when they were remodeling Coke Corner, correct? When
0: they, yes, when they were remodeling Coke Corner. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, now, just I so who every, everybody who doesn't come maybe been there once or twice. They didn't change Coke Corner. We got repainted, but all the original Coca Cola memorabilia and everything is still there. We got a new floor outside. Um, and the Candy Palace is what got the big upgrade. Yeah. I don't think you guys have seen that. I don't think you've been since remodeled that.
1: No, we haven't seen a lot. <laughs> I mean, I think the list of what we haven't seen is now much larger than the list of the, of what we have seen uh, now.
0: Well, the remodel of the Candy Palace and, the, and where they make the candy, the kitchen area where they make the candy... Mm-hmm um was a big deal in 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 addition to what they did underground for storage and and uh so that the the kids on the top the the cast members on the top area have more room to work because things can be stored in the old basement now which is Mm. now a refurbished old basement but the candy palace is like it's it the 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 chandeliers that they chose look like they're made out of candy They're absolutely, I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. But we now have frozen drinks there, like slushies. Mm-hmm.
1: Love slushies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're we making have- me miss Disneyland more than I already <laughs> did.
2: Yeah. I went through
1: that today quite a bit. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, when you sit in a booth all day, all by yourself, sometimes you have nothing but, but time to think about things you miss. And and since most of my uh, my wallpaper on my monitor's, uh, are from disneyland you know it's like <laughs> oh man
0: <laughs> well my entire facebook is virtual no, not the entire thing I sh- that's a little bit of a generalization <laughs> but the majority of my facebook is disneyland
1: yeah why not it's the best place on earth
0: and then and then and my grandkids and pictures of the the goings-on in my in my kids homes and the grandkids <laughs> schools and whatnot but the bulk of everything else is disney very cool
1: now, now, speaking of your um, your time um, at Coke Corner, can you name a couple of your your, your favorite? Let, let's let's do it this way. Um, name some of the ones that were the funniest, and maybe a couple that touched you the most. Okay, the funniest happened
0: just recently. The Dapper Dance had come out to start the show with me, and very often Cruella Deville will pass through our area because of a show that she has just completed mm-hmm. this particular day she was making quite the nuisance of herself as she knows how best to do mm-hmm. and ended up becoming the guest for the dapper Dans. <laughs> and she was an absolute riot as only cruella can be um, it's posted somewhere. Uh, if, if you text me after the, we are done recording, I'll try and find the link for you so you guys can watch it. Okay. Um, she was absolutely brilliant. Um, and so funny. And the audience got a magical moment that will probably never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It was just one of those synchronistic things that, that, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've mentioned to you before touching, a single touching is hard to do because I'm also incredibly fortunate to have an amazing amount of special needs people and children and and adults that spend time at the piano and want to come, first thing they want to do sometimes is come see me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that just, nothing warms your heart more than to know that you have touched someone in that way, and that they they want to come, especially when the the difficulties are that getting in touch with people to begin with. Right. Uh, that there's a kind of a barrier sometimes between some of these people and the normal uh, communication system. But it just those moments are just so very very special to
1: me. I remember seeing a video. I think it was a video not too long ago, uh, of one such occasion. And yeah, it it uh, it was definitely a very a um, beautiful thing. Well, it's just, it, it truly,
0: I long-term memories. I mean, just, it's hard to even explain what it does to me and how, how it makes me feel yeah. uh, to know that, 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 that they want to come see me and they want to come hear the music. They have their favorite songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it just, it's so much in 10 years. Music is just such an
1: amazing way to communicate Speaking of music, how was is, how is the stuff that you've played, that you play there, changed over 10 years? When
0: I started, I had been in Piano Bar doing the Great American Songbook, Broadway and movie songs, and singing a lot um, for five nights a week, sometimes six, for close to 40 years. Um... I had to reverse myself now and <laughs> go back to my uh, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old days, 22, uh, and recapture that method of, of making songs sound like they coming out of the 1920s and the 1930s. Uh, what has changed is just that that has, that has become m- more nature second nature to me rather than really having to think about it now it's what i do so when i'm putting together a show like i am for june 11th now i have to rethink and go back to the cabaret feeling (laughs) and recapture that for the show so
2: yeah so you mentioned a june 11th Mm -hmm. performance you want to tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about
0: that well if you remember last year i did 60 years on the bench Mm -hmm. at this same outdoor theater the uh, shakespeare uh, oc theater where the strawberry festival is in garden grove every year it's that area just off of their old town main street this year's show is i've never done that before And the idea for me was to challenge myself to delve into areas of music I've not done or, just so I have a little bit of a comfort zone, material I have, have done or am familiar with but have no one that's come to Disney in the last 10 years or any of the shows mm-hmm. I've done in the last 10 years have ever heard me do. Right. So, as an example, I give you a, a list of: I'm doing The
1: Carpenters, I'm really? doing John Williams, I'm doing Elton John. I'm- so, um, let me let me bust in real quick. Um, tell me about the John Williams stuff. Now, <laughs> we have. A, I love John Williams. I've loved John Williams since I was a kid. Um, you know, three years ago. Yeah, uh, I remember. But we we have a we have an example, a real quick uh, a clip of something you call Cantina. So, tell us a little bit about that one.
0: In putting together the, what I'm calling the John Williams Suite, um, I have been in love with John Williams' music since Lost in Space, oh, Time yes. Tunnel, and The Land of the Giants.
1: All all shows I, I dearly <laughs> loved as a kid.
0: Exactly. And then, of course, he's gone on to do these amazing things in his life. He was Johnny Williams back then. Yes,
1: I remember seeing the credits on Lost in Space.
0: Yes, Johnny Williams. Um, But he has done so many things and so many wonderful pieces of music. Uh, I decided, and I used to do, in, in the Superman and E.T. days, I did a little bit of a John Williams medley back then. So I decided to incorporate, because I, I, I wanted to be able to show off piano as well as singing. And we are going to move from Harry Potter Ooh. to Lost in Space, to Superman, to Star Wars, to... E.T. to Raiders of the Lost Ark.
1: Very cool. So, so this song that, that we're going to play right now um, is, is from the cantina scene from Star Wars? It is. Okay, let's take a listen. That's
0: just so awesome. It's so great. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping I can get the settings changed for that particular sound at the yeah. right, in the, right in the middle of everything else. So
1: no kidding.
0: <laughs> my grandchildren uh, last time they were at the house, I had done the, my first attempt at recreating the sound of the cantina band from the movie, and they played it. They 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 begged and begged for Papa to turn on the digital piano, and it's like, okay, fine, fine, fine. We'll turn on my. New expensive baby toy that I don't want anybody else to touch. <laughs> but you are my grandchildren. Yeah. And they started they started they they are so smart. They they figure everything out so quickly, it's amazing. Found the autoplay and scrolled through the autoplay and found that one and and listened to it over and over and <laughs> over and over again. They just thought it was the greatest thing. They've seen all the Star Wars movies now. So
2: Yeah. So do they come and see you at Coke Corner?
0: Uh, they do periodically uh it was a lot easier when the uh, three boys were under three um not so easy to get one two three seven adults together <laughs> and yes. on the same day and get them into the
1: park so yeah so um uh, back back to the big concert um what what other kind of uh what other kind of music did you put together i mean um uh, and, and how long did it take you to put this music together?
0: Well, I'm still in the process of rehearsing, but the actual show, the book for the show, um, I started working on the beginning of April. Wow. Thinking about what I wanted to do and mm-hmm. um, getting an initial book together. And then I play through the book, uh, all the songs and see how they flow see how they mesh with each other. Do I want to rearrange the order? Do I want to move something from the second act into the first act? Um, and so my very first run through was an hour and 40 minutes without any chit chat or any applause from the audience <laughs> or anything. So there had to be a little trimming. Yeah. So how Which long is, is
1: the concert going to be? Uh, right. At the, well, we
0: usually go about an hour and a half, but that's that's including talking to the people and, and interacting with people. So it's it's like a I think right at the moment it sets at fifty minutes for the first act and um, thirty five for the second act, maybe forty. With a with a break in between the two acts.
2: So is it a solo performance or is it do you do a at, solo performance or at the
0: moment it's a solo performance. Now what I'm hoping to do, or something, because I intend to use my new Roland RD800 this year. I wouldn't take it out of the house last year. <laughs> this year, I rehearse on it. I I know so much about it now, and I here's some of the things I would like to be able to to display for these people. I want to do duets with myself. In other words, I record something into the keyboard. Oh, yeah. It plays it back, and I play with it. That's pretty cool. So, four-handed <laughs> piano with myself. <laughs> I would like to record at least one song in there. I haven't chosen which one yet. Have the piano play for me and get up, and walk the audience while I sing. That'll be cool, like the old nightclub style. Right. So these are things I have. They don't all work. It's it's a it's an open air big area. <laughs> I
1: may not be able to get back to
0: the piano in time <laughs> if I wander away too far. But these are these are. The, I want to do stuff I haven't done. So and and back to the list of, of people. So there's there's um, the John Williams and uh, um, Barry Manilow and Neil Sedaka and Neil Diamond, oh, and uh, the Monkees, the Monkees, yes, and the Beatles and Nancy Sinatra. Um,
2: these boots were made for walking.
0: <laughs> Not that one, but that's <laughs> good, a good. I don't like that song. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a different one. Um, a Spanish medley, um, and some some audience, And I want people to sing along. Everybody knows the carpenter. Sing with me. Yes. Yes. It's just last year's show was all about my 60 years of life at that point, and my music, and there was a lot of text. This year we're we're just there to have fun. That's good. Not that last year's wasn't fun. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. But this is like sing with me, sing along with me, you know, participate yeah. with me. Don't just sit there and listen. Be, be a part of the show. I mean, I, I've, we've initiated uh, sit on the stage with me. So for an extra little donation that goes directly to the sock charity rather than not my pocket, it goes to the sock charity. They can sit on stage with me.
1: Now, what's the sock charity?
0: Uh, so the the Shakespeare Orange County, the the people that run the theater. Mm. It's a charitable organization, a nonprofit organization. Very cool. So, uh, by adding the little uh, bump up in the price of their tickets, which goes to the theater, then we're supporting the theater as well, and then you get to sit on
1: stage with me. So, yeah, oh. and it's very important to support these things. It really is. It is because you don't, you don't, you don't realize how important it is to to culture to society until it's gone no and they do
0: so many wonderful things here and they open their doors up to well, like myself uh uh providing me the theater for the evening to children's groups and they do they do i just if you go, if you go to the shakespeare County or, orange county.org shakespeare orange county.org And just look at what they do. It's a wonderful, wonderful organization.
1: It is. It is. So I'm going to um, assume there's going to be some Disney music in the uh, repertoire for this concert. Uh, Yes. But very, very little and two things
0: I have never done.
1: Really? Yes. Such as?
0: Well,
2: I don't or is want it not want I don't want to give
0: it away. Let me just mm. let me just say that Disney is part of the Elton John medley. Really? Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Can you feel?
0: <laughs> Can I feel? What?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you also sent us another song that I'm going to play here for everybody in a moment called Mr. Banks' Dream. Um, what what is that about? Well, the
0: the closing of the second act. I have decided to go with a theme about love and life Mm -hmm. and as we all know from the mary poppins tale mr banks was not a happy man no (laughs) and at one point blamed mary poppins for all of the ills that had befallen him in his life Mm -hmm. so out of all the mary poppins songs i have done in my 10 years which is pretty much the whole show i can't say i've never played this one but i have never performed and by that i mean with lyric i've never
1: performed this one very cool shall we take a quick listen you may pretty cool thank you for sharing that with us
0: (laughs) thanks but see it's it's an it's it's life
1: yeah it's life mary poppins um i am embarrassed to say this but uh until joyce and i watched it was it uh, a couple years ago for the first time now yeah uh, i had never seen it Ah. up until that point And now it is one of my all-time favorite movies. I I, love that movie. Okay, then I have to ask you, because I
0: saw it when it was new. Really? Yes. So I I was still a... I forget what year it came out, but I was still a kid, basically. Uh, An adult, I think, but not much of one (laughs) yet.
2: I'm Um, thinking that it came out... I know when it came out, but I'm going to double-check so that... Okay. I was right. So, it came out the year that we were born, sixty so four.
0: It, it really? came out in nineteen sixty four. Wow! Yeah. So I was much more of a kid than I thought. I thought I was an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I was thirteen or fourteen at that point when it came out. So, um, how does it impact you as an adult? How did how did it impact you watching seeing it for the first time at a, as an adult?
1: You know, it just it, it um, uh, it's it's kind of hard to explain, but it struck a chord with me. Because I think that everybody, at one point in our lives, has a little bit of, you know, Mr. Banks inside of us. And we, it's easy to, to let the world just... just Overtake who, you? Yeah, overtake you. And then it's easy to blame all your problems on somebody else. And so I think, you know, the first time I watched it, and I got to admit, when we first started watching it, I was like, yeah, I don't want to watch this. But probably 15 minutes into it, you know, I just, uh, I fell in love with Mary Poppins. I just really did. I I loved how it made me feel. It just made me, I know, it made me feel like I did when I walked through the gates of Disneyland the first time. Mm -hmm. It actually made me feel like I was a kid sitting there watching this. I have heard, and this is an unsubstantiated rumor because I haven't actually looked it up, I guess.
0: But Mary Poppins flew over Fantasyland the, the, the night or the week it opened. Wow. The only time in history that Mary Poppins has flown at Disneyland.
1: We all want her we all want her <laughs> to
0: fly again.
2: <laughs>
1: no kidding. That would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, it would be.
2: They should have done it for the 50th anniversary of Mary Poppins.
0: Listen, when they did the when they did the reopening, and you probably know this, when they reopened the new fantasy land in Walt Disney World, they had a dragonfly.
1: Oh yeah. hmm I mean, how cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> recently an elephant flew in Disneyland. Oh, it did. Bertha. <laughs> yes. <That laughs> From was the, the Jungle that, Cruise.
0: That was the most amazing thing. Yeah. Um, because normally, Disney will do everything they can to keep these kinds of changes out of the public purview. Middle of the night, early morning, park is closed. You know how the Imagineers put up all the walls oh, yeah. and the fences and the draping. And they do such a... When they were doing Main Street, I don't think you were there, but when they were redoing Main Street, every building that had to be covered had a canvas painted to look like the building underneath it. It was just brilliant. It was fabulous. Yeah. But, what was it, 10 o'clock in the morning, I think, 10.30, something like that. Here comes Bertha swooping in over Orange County. It was yeah. fabulous.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mark Eads from the uh, register, OC register, posted a video on Facebook. He did. Uh, it was just amazing. It was so cool. He was the one who interviewed me. And, wow. Oh, really? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. I That among... Okay. One of the other things that's happened to me since we've chatted is I got married.
1: Yes, congratulations! Thank
0: you. My my wedding day ended up being my wedding day. The UN, the UN declared it International Happiness Day. It was our 18th anniversary as well, and I appeared in the Orange County Register, having <laughs> been interviewed by Mark. So I was like, "Oh, my, what, this is fabulous!" No kidding. <laughs> The best day ever. What a day. I know. Well, we had had the boys. My three grandsons um, were our best men. (laughs) They're five. And my granddaughter, who is nine, was our maid of honor. And they were perfect. They were just perfect.
1: Yeah. We saw some of the
0: pictures. Wish we could have been there. Oh, I wish you could have been Never there. Have been there, were, yeah, there were a lot of pictures were taken. Yeah. I saw that we were very blue. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: you guys look like Smurfs. <laughs>
0: oh, it was it was amazing that when the pictures started coming in, the between the teal and the turquoise shirts and vests, it was like, oh, it's just wow, that's really blue. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my managers had come to me in March, I think. Yeah, it was early March and or late February, and said that the Orange County register wanted to do a little puff piece. I think that's what they call them. Yeah. On, uh, the piano at Coat Corner and what it's like to play the world's busiest little Yamaha. Um, would you do it? Would you be interested in, in being interviewed? And it was like, but yeah, (laughs) (laughs) no doubt in my mind, I would love to do that. And it was very sweet of them to ask me, um, so we arranged for Mark, the, uh, one of the gentlemen uh, that from Yamaha that you know coordinates all... Because you know Yamaha provides Disney with the majority of, of their instruments. Um, so he was there to talk about the piano itself, and there were some upper, up, upper people in management uh, who very graciously said they've been by and heard me play, and what a wonderful job I did. It's really... Always nice to be acknowledged by management. Um, oh, and the guy from Yamaha was so funny because we wanted him to play something, and he just—he told Mark, he said, "I'm not playing after him." <laughs> we couldn't—we couldn't get him to play a note. But it was—that was a nice. That was really, really nice. Really so, cool. um, yeah. I just a lot of stuff have happened in a short, short few months this this year.
2: Right. So I just have. I don't want to change the, the subject, but I don't want to forget to ask this question. So what is it like to play the busiest piano, <laughs> the busiest Yamaha in the, the world?
0: Well, when they asked me that question, this, is, this, this was so perfect. A family was coming out of Coke Corner, and the young lady was watching me play. And I think I've mentioned to you before that children that either are taking piano lessons Or music lessons or want to take music lessons they have that fire i guess you could say inside and it works for adults as well who would like to rekindle that they watch us differently than just a normal audience and i and in 10 years now at the corner i have never missed when i have looked at somebody and directly said do you play Out of, out of nowhere other than the way they're watching me. They may not play the piano. They might play violin. They might play tuba. They might play drums. They might play guitar. But they play something. So I was looking. I looked down at this girl. Mark is setting up the camera and, you know, management team that follows everybody around was out, you know, when they're doing something in the park. And I just kind of looked at her and I said, do you play? And she shook her head. And I said, as I usually do, can you play something for me? And she thought about it for a minute, and she shook her head yes again. So up on the stage, she goes, right at the beginning of my interview. <laughs> <laughs> and she played a little ragtime piece, absolutely beautiful. The parents were thrilled. In fact, she's in the article. Mark got talked to the family and got them to sign releases so he could talk about her in the article. And how, I mean, there we are. There's the magic of the corner.
2: Yeah. How old did you say she was? 10-ish? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well,
1: so um, do, you, do you arrange your own music there at Coat Corner? Yes. Well, do you really? hmm Wow. I do. Yeah. Do, you, do you have to get any, uh, you know, copyright release? <laughs> uh, Disney is, has to take
0: care of all of that. I, I don't have to worry about that. They they pay their fees to ASCAP and BMI and all the other, just like I have to do for my CD and, and other Man other things like that, I have to pay those li- mechanical license fees. So when you are running a club or a large organization like Disney, there's a, uh, a umbrella license fee, I guess you could say. Right. I'm sure when you're as big as Disney, it's not something I could pull out of my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. But it yeah. covers all the performances that we do.
2: So you've talked about how you've played on the Mark Twain and different areas of... The park, do you know where I think would be so awesome if you could just set up shop, if you will.
1: In our living room? (laughs) Oh, no, I'm talking about in the park. Oh, So,
2: I think, and this is going to be way out there, but, so they need to remodel one of the train cars to house your piano. (laughs) And then, (laughs) as they're doing the Grand Circle Tour, we could have... Your Grand Circle Ragtime. Wouldn't fun. that be just fun?
0: Put me, put me on a little flatbed in between all the cars and
1: run it. Yeah, through the <laughs> there's an idea. <laughs> I know. No, <laughs> so actually, that's not a bad idea.
2: That to to Disney and tell I them should. that. Add that to your bucket list.
0: I should, of course. You know, they're. Right at the moment with all the star wars building and going yes. on and the remodeling and the, yeah. the um possible changes with the uh marvel characters moving over to DC
1: california
0: and adventure and all the building in florida and shanghai and everything not sure this is the best time to ask him for a flat bed with a <laughs> piano
2: <laughs> that's true <laughs> but probably but not you
0: start small you ask your local manager first right. filter it up and see what happens.
2: Tell them it would bring magic to the guests, and that you know it's just something
1: that even matter. if they even if they just moved us into the train station for a while, that wouldn't yeah. be a bad idea. That'd I be know. that'd be a pretty good thing to do to you know to keep people coming, you know, to the train station. Like, like they had the train on display, right, at uh New Orleans Square. They do well, yeah.
0: they have it right at the moment because they are down for, for a while we're reconfiguring the back of the park, right. Uh, did you see that? By the way, did you see the photographs of what the rivers of America will look like when they're done?
1: No, I have not. Oh, um, I'm sure
0: you can probably Google that when we're done. And, and, and because the, 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 the dream team, not, not, that's not the right way to put it, but our uh, Imagineers put out a uh, rendering of what the back will look like that they've just you know redone. The train will have to go over several trestles. Ooh. And there will be waterfalls. Under each of those trestles. It's absolutely beautiful.
1: Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait.
0: And for the first time in history, the train will be making a left turn. Really? Yes. Because now you think about it. Now, right now, the train goes behind Pooh Mm -hmm. in Critter Country, (laughs) right? Right. It goes right over the little bridge right there, right past uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh's ride and straight across the rivers of America. Mm Mm-hmm. But now that turn, Rivers of America are coming forward. We're losing some of that space Mm -hmm. to the Star Wars land. So now the train is going to have to go up a little bit closer to, we'll say, Tom Sawyer's Island. We'll just say it's closer to Tom Sawyer's Island. But then it's going to have to go left to curve back around to get into Toontown. So there's a first.
1: That's going to be cool. Yeah, it'll be nice speaking uh, real quick of of Disney music I mean obviously you play a lot of Disney music at Coke Corner is there any Disney um, music that you haven't played that you would love to play or have you pretty much covered it all
0: any Disney music I would love to play that I haven't played
1: I'd have no I actually
0: (laughs) I have Put something together from everything that is my very favorite Disney, mm-hmm. um, because I, I've got I have well my, my opening and closing medleys and then and then some of the Disney that I play during the day, covers zippity doo dah, um, it covers Beauty and the Beast, it covers Snow White, Cinderella, and Mary Poppins, and uh, Under the Sea, and uh, I mean I mean Ariel. Mm-hmm. Um, covers the Sherman Brothers, <laughs> <laughs> When You Wish Upon a Star, so Pinocchio. I, it, it was when I first started working there and, and needed to beef up the number of Disney songs I did. I went with the ones that I were my favorites. Mm-hmm. A Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo was one of the oh. first ones I worked back up. I thought you were going to ask me if there was one I don't
1: do and... I was prepared. I was prepared. (laughs) Okay. Let's do that one too.
0: (laughs) I have not done let it go. Oh. (laughs) Everyone has let it go if we're playing musical chairs and the, and the Hatters giving the children an opportunity to sing rather than tell a joke or whatever, the littlest, tiniest of girls know that song. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And Alice will sing along with them. And, well, Alice Alice is not the best songstress in the world, <laughs> but she does try.
1: Um,
0: and I just haven't put something together with that one. <laughs> on purpose? or <laughs> I guess you could say on purpose. I, I, just, I just haven't. If we come out with, 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 with Frozen 2, uh, I, I, I may have to. Yeah. But it's in the parade. It's, the, the, she was over at the Fantasy, Princess Fantasy Fair. She's got her own uh, shows now over in uh, California Park and the Frozen Meet and Greet over there. And the song plays <laughs> over the place. And I, it's not
1: ragtime. So That's true. And it would be hard to, to, to ragtime that. Mm-hmm. I've tried. I can't say I haven't tried. <laughs> uh, so um, give us the details of your big show again. Uh, when it is, where it is. Uh, if people are in town and they want to go see the show, can they get tickets? Uh, that kind of stuff.
0: Yes. Tickets will be available right up to the night of the show, I would imagine. It's a fairly large capacity uh, seating area. It Again, uh, Shakespeare, O.C., all one word, org. and if you look at the twenty fifteen twenty sorry twenty sixteen <laughs> season, uh, you will see Ragtime Roberts. I've never done this before on June eleventh, and you can purchase tickets directly from that website.
1: Very cool, as well. And this is June eleventh, right? June eleventh, seven thirty. Seven thirty. Be there or S- be square. Saturday night. Wish we could be there.
2: I, I wish we could too. too.
1: Well, anything else you'd like to share with us? I am hoping
0: I saw a picture of a ten year pin, because you know, when you hit ten years you get a yeah, you get a plaque from Disneyland, but then we also get that little pin that we can put in our name tag. And it seems this year's is ten years is a castle. And i I hope that was I hope that's still right because it was gorgeous. And I love I love Sleeping Beauty's castle. Yes. Always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Yeah. I'm glad I was, we were going to try and do it at Halloween, but I'm kind of glad we
1: waited because there was so much more to talk about. <laughs> no kidding.
0: It would have been then.
1: Yeah. sounds like you're getting busier and busier with each passing year. Possibly.
0: I do try to moderate all of that. So I have the energy to complete all of the tasks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I can't hear that. Well, as always, it's been a pleasure chatting with you and, uh, and hearing what's going on and and your fantastical, magical life. And uh, congratulations on getting married again. Thank you so
2: much. Yes, yeah. congratulations on your marriage. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Congratulations birthday. on your happy 10 birthday. years with Disney. <laughs> yeah,
1: and man. That's quite something, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like a feral song about to break out. <laughs> happy. Happy,
0: happy, happy,
1: happy. <laughs> Dancing feet. <laughs> then, yeah, i got happy feet.
0: Happy
1: feet, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should play that song for my grandchildren. That would probably start something. <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> well, Ragtime Robert, it's as always, it's a pleasure to chat with you. And, you know, like we say all the time, the seat is always yours, you know, belly up to the bar. And, uh, you know, anytime. Uh, just, just let us know, and we'd love to have you back on. Thank you. It's always a pleasure
0: to talk to you guys. I hope you can get out and visit with us in person soon. We're hoping. Uh, yeah. We hope so.
1: <laughs> Very good. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. Bye, bye. Well, that's episode 122 wrapped up in a ragtime musical spectacular that really, really makes me miss Disneyland.
2: Hey, if you have any interesting Disney stories, we want to hear about them. You can send those to us at TalesPodcast@cox.net, at cox.net, or if you're interested in being a segment sponsor, you can send your inquiry there too.
1: And we'd like to give a special shout out thank you to our wonderful Patreon sponsor, Randy Crane. Thanks, Randy. We truly appreciate you helping out our productions. Hey, if you're interested in sponsoring our show or any of the other things that we do, visit our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash Storyteller Audio Productions. We'd really appreciate it.
2: And be sure to follow us on Twitter for any cool updates or announcements. You can find us at Tales Podcast. And as many of you know, we have a Facebook fan page. Just search for Tales from the Mouse House and be sure to like us while you're there, please.
1: And if you'd like to submit a review or a Disney movie or maybe an attraction or restaurant, we want to hear about them.
2: And please, how about hopping over to iTunes and leave some feedback and ratings for the show. We really need your positive feedback and ratings. Five, sh- five stars would help push the show up in the ratings. So, if you like the podcast, why not tell everyone so they can like it, too? As always, if you'd like to send us a comment or just say, hi, you pal! You can send us an email to talespodcast at cox.net, leave us voicemail on the hotline at 304-Tales23, send us a tweet or message on Facebook, or just send happy thoughts our way.
1: This podcast is copyright 2016 by Storyteller Audio Productions. All Disneyland music and belated materials Remain the property and copyright of the Disney Company.
2: Thanks for tuning in and welcoming us into your home.
1: And remember, make, make it, it a Mickey, Mickey Day. Day. Ho-ho. Isn't
2: it a bit surprising? How a fortunes
0: flow and only to the end